Welcome back, Pioneers. I'm Bryce Button, and you're listening to Episode 7 of The Business Office. Today, we're going to do a little something different. We're going to stay with our theme of interviewing graduates, but this group of three are brand new Kirkwood alumni as of two days ago. I'd like to welcome class of 2020 grads, Lauren Fisher, Garrett Wright, and Zach Millenbrook. This group, along with many others, led Pep Nation this year, did a phenomenal job, and they're here today to talk about successes and failures they encountered along the way. Welcome, guys. Hello. Hi there. Happy <laughs> to be for, on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you. It's great to have you. I'm glad you could get out of bed by 10 in the morning to uh, to chat with me. <laughs> All right. So just a couple things to kind of get us started. Number one, um, thanks for everything you guys did this year. Uh, really appreciate your commitment and dedication to the organization and uh, to the group. Uh, it was one of the best student sections that uh, we've ever had at Kirkwood. I thought you guys... Uh, really rose to the challenge of engaging the student body, and I, and I really truly appreciate that. Hey, thank you. Um, so this question, I'm gonna kind of throw to each of you guys to to start us off, and everybody can kind of give me your answer, and then we'll kind of just flow some different questions from there. What was each of your favorite part of Pep Nation this year, and uh, the advanced marketing class experience? Lauren, you want to kick us off? Yeah, um, I think my favorite part was. At the, at the beginning of the year, we just kind of had a Google Doc with all of our ideas and just kind of seeing how all those progressed into something awesome for each of the games. Um, and I just love like the collaboration that we all had and it was really cool seeing all of our ideas come out. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, you, you go. Gotta, you gotta get right. All right. Um, I just really, I like the leadership role um, we all had as a student section. Uh, I embraced that the entire year. Um, I also believe I, I liked uh, how the soccer team was so successful this year. It gave us another sport to really cheer for, um, which was exciting because usually it's just hockey, football, and basketball. So having that soccer piece was it was a lot of fun this year, and just doing it with like some of my best friends. It was just I had a blast. Yeah, especially in the fall um, when we were like new to to Pep Nation, just brainstorming before the games, like thinking of all like the new things we could try to incorporate into the games to make it into like a college atmosphere or like a next level uh, sports game. I just, it just made me really excited. Like there was just so many things to think of and a lot of them were stupid and funny and <laughs> stay with all our friends. So it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Let's kind of stay on that topic a little bit, Zach. Um, talk a little bit more about some of the brainstorm and the planning that went into that. And what are some of the things you guys felt really worked well? Lauren, you kind of mentioned some of the, that planning up front as well. So talk to us a little bit more about some of the planning that you all did early on. And I believe we even started in the spring. Like we talked about themes, but then when we got into the actual school year, um, kind of just take us through that process a little bit. Matthew, you go. Oh, you want me? Okay. Um, I don't know. It was just pretty much we would just get together and – think of anything that could make the game more like I mean it wasn't like I necessarily did like extensive research but you would just look around like when you're when you're watching sports games on the news and stuff and you just have to be creative like for example one of the things we like always talked about but never did was we wanted to get a Clarkson eye care like sign <laughs> I really wanted to do that I wanted to get a Clarkson eye care sign and we could just hold it up to the officials like every time and it's just, I don't know, small things like that. And like um, one I, a decibel reader. like. 
I thought it was cool because the guys would be talking about like college games, NFL games, and they would bring they would be bringing in like that creative side of it. And then I would be like searching Pinterest on my phone and show them like <laughs> like like banner inspiration, theme stuff. Um, so I feel like with the planning, you just all have to work together for it because like the guys had a different kind of perspective because they definitely know a lot more about football than I do. Um, so I thought that was a really fun aspect, but getting the Google Doc together and having something to grow from was also really good. Yeah, it was definitely a good mix of both, um, both the creative side. Um, I think it was really just getting inspiration from those college events, like Zach stated, um, and incorporating it into our student section. Um, like what you see, the, the Red Sea with Moses, with Ross, that was a lot yeah. of fun this year. We found that online, and it turned out to be a really cool um cool thing so yeah I just finding inspiration other places and bringing it into our student section i think i would say like um it, it's not a big deal to steal from what they've done in the past years because they hadn't done the run the red sea since our sophomore year i think mm -hmm. yeah, and like we hadn't done that in a while and there's like certain events like that that they hold off on because they don't want to copy the, the year after that but Honestly, it's like the most fun part. It doesn't really matter if you're recreating it. It's a new class, yeah. so you go like take it on yourselves. I think, you know, one of the things you guys talked about was that planning process. When was that planning happening? Was that something that happened in my classroom? Was that something you guys were doing at each other's houses on the weekends or over the summer? Because I don't feel like all that just naturally took place, but from bell to bell in my class, did it? Um. I feel like we kind of, we had the Google Doc and like I shared it with everyone. We got together in class one day and then would put all of our ideas and then just kind of throughout um, the year added them. But I also think in the spring, um, like before the year started, we also had um, a lot of brainstorming and ideas come to us then. So I think that it was definitely <clears throat> over, over time that we like created that Google Doc and had plans and ideas. Yeah, I think um, definitely like I would say mon it was it was usually like a Monday through like Tuesday or Wednesday. We would just sit there and brainstorm like <clears throat> when we had like the, it was more during the football season. But it was also cool because like I know me, Garrett and like Aiden, just like almost all the guys, like everybody was so passionate about it that like when we were walking to like different classes or when me and Garrett are going to like Party City after school, like every weekend. We're literally just like brainstorming like all the things that could make the game more fun. And it was just like, no, yeah, that's what I was gonna like, touch on. How can we make the game more fun? We were we were just such like a tight knit group of friends where it was I feel like most of the planning happened Friday after school, like a couple hours before the game when we're like just discussing like who's like who's gonna do what and like how and most we, how we can make this game <laughs> awesome and, and it was funny because like most of the ideas were like so outlandish, like not realistic but like yeah. we were just like try and think of the craziest things that could happen during the game i think yeah. all of us were super invested in it and we would come to each other with an idea and just talk about it for like an hour <laughs> i also like knew since like sophomore year that i wanted to be a part of pub nation and so just like seeing what the, the classes did before us like i just got inspiration from that and like i i was just thinking in the back of my head like that'd be cool to do whenever i'm a senior um so yeah just prior knowledge from like the other classes and what they did mm -hmm. 
All right, let's let's transition a little bit. What are some of the most important things to focus on to make sure that Pep Nation is successful next year? What are some of the things that you guys kind of feel like you have to have this in order for this to work? Um, this might sound, it, it might not sound like it's super important, but I think that it's something that helped was doing like the plan before the game. Um, I thought that having the ladder rotation was really nice. Like who was up there screaming for like a quarter because then there's no, there's no one being like, Oh, what? like I want to stay up here. So then you're just like, all right, my turn, get down. Because I mean, it gets really tiring being up there chanting. It's a lot of fun, but I feel like having that organization in place is good. Um, yeah. I think uh, first a strong visual is really important, whether it's like a, a graphic about the game or like what ended up being our most successful successful thing was the theme drive videos. Um, I feel like having that down first kind of raises um, the excitement. And then, yeah, what Lauren is saying, like how you go about that, the planning process is very important. Uh, I, I think it's really you – you just have to get the word out about the games. Uh, I think one of our biggest success, um, our biggest success came from like the announcements, being on there two to three times a week, um, just making sure the underclassmen know that Pep Nation is going to be at the game uh, really drove success in crowds. Um, I know whenever I was an underclassman, if I knew Pep Nation was going to the game, my, my friend group was going to go to the game. Um, so yeah, just getting out there and like telling people that you'll be attending and, letting them know all the details yeah. for the game I thought was huge. Going off of what Garrett said, there was – so there's, like, a couple games where you really can't do anything. Like, people just aren't – aren't. some people just don't want to go to the game. And, like, I'm talking about the games that, like, are still within, like – like, there's not too far away from home and, like, people still would want to go. So, like, really people in the hallways would just – you hear about, like, who's going to be going to the game and not – and you just have to, like – remain calm and like tell everybody that like it's still going to be really fun you still have to come to the game like we're, we're still going to go because I think one of the problems with the past years was like that was the main thing with the class before us was like they wouldn't stay at the game so it's like why are we going to stay at the game yeah mm-hmm. what was the most how did you guys spread the work it's really what it's about is if you all commit to going and your friends know you're going, then they're going to come and their friends are going to come, right? And it's that mm-hmm. natural spread. Like, what were the most effective strategies? Like, Gary, you mentioned the announcements. What else did you guys do to spread the word and make sure people um, knew that this is where we need to be? Um, at, at the beginning of the year, we started with, I thought doing reminds was smart. Don't do that. I don't recommend doing that. No one cares if you get text messages like to come to the game. So then, then this kind of just like snowballed into doing uh, the theme drop videos. And I don't know, these were so fun to make. And we just kind of all had an idea, and then we would run with it each week for the themes. Um, so I think posting the video on Instagram, and then we would get basically the whole class, like the whole 33 of us, however many people it was, to share that on their Instagram story, and then. You know, seeing that we were just so involved with doing the theme, having fun music for the video, we would always think of a creative idea of something to do in the video. Um, I thought that whenever the underclassmen are seeing that you're putting so much effort into it and it 
and it has just like it's really kind of a unique way to do that it was fun yeah i thought uh like like you said with the instagram theme drop videos i thought that was huge for uh you know bringing crowds and engagement uh for our instagram account but i also think just like posting on snapchat uh that you're going to be at the game or like a picture of the banner before the game uh right after school just saying like to be at the game um i also think like word of mouth like i have a younger sister who's a sophomore and i would just like tell her like tell all her friends to come to the game like it's gonna be really fun you guys gotta be there um so i thought word of mouth was just huge too like if you have siblings or just even friends and and uh lower grades than you just letting them know that you guys are going and should be a blast. Who would you guys best recommend to engage underclassmen as well as seniors? Because there's, I think over the last few years, there's kind of been a perception problem with Pep Nation that Pep Nation is like this select group of uh, students. And what we, you guys have really helped transition it to this year is that there is a select group of students that are kind of in charge and kind of plan and organize. But really, Pep Nation is everybody in our student body who wants to be a pioneer, wants to be a fan, wants to be rowdy at the games. You know, how do you guys recommend to best engage underclassmen? And did you think you did a very good job with that this year? Mm. Um, I know that we tried doing the tailgate a few times and even though we might not have had like the biggest turnout, I still think that, um, going on the announcements and saying, oh, we're having a tailgate, um, before the football game, whatever. I still think that that shows that we're wanting to get different crowds to come underclassmen. So I think even just putting in that extra effort and just, um, planning the tailgate, trying to get people to come to that. Um, I think we did a pretty good job. I think the Pep Nation shirt sales was really good because whenever we made the shirts with like the Patagonia logo on the back or whatever, the red one, um, I thought that kind of showed some engagement because we'll say wear your um, red shirt to the game and it just says Pep Nation on it. It makes you feel like you're a part of just like the school pride. So I thought that was good as well. Yeah, I thought the shirt was a huge piece for you guys this year. Uh, we apparently should have ordered twice as many as we did. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, you know, would you recommend next year's class coming up with apparel early? Do they come up with it kind of in the middle of the season, leverage it for like a red out or a white out game or tie it to like a theme? Or you think just kind of be creative and have fun with like a new Pep Nation design? What do you guys think? I think, and I don't, I mean, this isn't like, this is just what I think would work. Um, if you have one very successful home game that a lot of people come to and a lot of people hear about like after that game when everybody's still talking about last like oh like last week's Friday full game that was like so fun um that's when you want to that's why that's when you want to order the, sh the shirt and like the people who weren't at the game then they'll be motivated to buy the shirt because they're like oh I missed out I think you could start like pitching in ideas and designing the shirt earlier in the year too and then if you have like if you want to have like a white out game or a red out game, then just make that shirt that color. And then, I mean, that will boost mm -hmm. a lot of engagement. Also, and yeah, yeah I also think um, coming out with a really creative design. Like I felt like the um, Pep Nation Patagonia thing was was like something that was very like personable to our class. 
um, just the style of it and it was pretty cool. So I think coming out with a creative design um, for like the seniors to launch for the underclassmen is like cool because then you would um, come up with a theme off of that. Let's let's talk about themes. How did you guys go about figuring out what themes you were gonna do for what games? Can you talk a little bit about when that process started? how you kind of came to decisions on what you were going to do. Talk about how easy it was, Lauren, to uh, to launch those themes every week. Um, so we have like our, our archive of a whole bunch of themes in our Google Doc, um, whether it's camo, red out, white out, Hawaiian. Um, we did retro this year, something fun and new. But um, I remember, I think we started off with USA themes and then we would all just kind of hash it out during class. I would put like four themes on the board and be like, all right, what do we want to do? Um, so I feel like in some ways it was kind of strategic to picking it. Like if we thought, like if it wasn't a far away game, we wouldn't want to do red out or white out because we feel like that's something special Kirkwood. But then if it were a far away game, we um, would pick a theme that's more like Hawaiian fun, you know what I mean? Um, but then at Kirkwood, one of the last games, we did the retro theme that was kind of fun and new. Um, so I think if you know what the atten attendance is going to be like, um, that kind of depends on what theme you're going to choose. Yeah, I think, it, I mean, it was the beginning of the year whenever we just, we just got together and picked out like 15 themes. But once you pick out themes in the beginning of the year, you're not, you're like, you don't know what week by week what theme you're going to use. I feel like every week, like we were switching and like talk like for Eureka, I know we did a hick theme. And um, so it's just like based on who you're playing and like, um, yeah, it's, it changes weekly, but mm -hmm. to have those four themes, it, it really helps. Do you, would yeah. you guys recommend staying with some of the most traditional ones or would you recommend trying to be a little more creative and integrate like something new and unique. Cause I hear in my classes and in the hallways every year, Oh, it's boring. They're just doing the same old themes, but everybody shows out for the same old themes. Lots of yeah, times too. I, I mean, you, you, you want to kind of stick to some of the core themes that, you know, like a lot of high schools usually do. Um, because personally, I feel like it's annoying to like, have to go and buy new stuff for each football game. You don't want people to keep on having to do that because then they're like, what do I wear? I know some people may freak out about that and then worry about not being dressed up for the theme. So I think definitely um, sticking with the core, like common themes is always fun. And then you can just spice it up by doing something different at the game, whether it's like a different chant or banner or something like that, after culture or whatever. Um, but then whenever we like threw in retro, I thought that was cool showing, like seeing what everyone wore. So maybe throwing in like one fun one so people don't have to constantly be buying stuff. So maybe try to pull from some of the most successful ones from the past and then maybe try to come up with like one unique one somewhere to kind of yeah. drop in and see how it goes. And we try, I mean like we spend a lot of time brainstorming more, more creative themes and like there's just a lot of problems with trying to do a lot of those themes. I mean like you can't get a ton of people to dress up in some of those like funny more yeah. outlandish things um one of the things that i always tried to push you guys to do 
sooner than you wanted to was to come up with the themes and lock in because for our social media planning as we tried to get weeks ahead we really need to know what the themes were um do you think that that's plausible or not to lock themes in kind of at the front of the year or do you think think we need to have some of that built-in flexibility i think the first couple games it's definitely um possible to building those first like those first five weeks I think you can just lock it down with those like the basic themes like the USA the whiteouts but then near the end of the year whenever you want to spice things up and whenever playoffs come around I think it's just got to be you know a weekly decision yeah I agree with that I think that there definitely is a way to plan it out I just thought that we were we were kind of like strategic about it and wanted to do a theme for specific games and kind of play it by ear, but I definitely think you'd be able to plan it out. Okay. Um, one of the questions that some of the underclassmen that were curious about is how you guys went about getting sponsors for tailgates or for events like Unified Night Lights or for our podcasts or any of those different things that we were doing. Can you guys speak on some of your experiences there? <clears throat> Um, so for Canes in particular, we would just call and find someone to talk to about it. Um, they were, they were really, um, like, what's the word? They were really helpful with, um, trying to figure out how much we were getting a cost, if they were going to donate any, um, for the Canes guy. He was really nice. I remember that we, um, emailed them. And then we just kind of started like a line of communication. I got his number and then we called um, whenever we were getting um, chicken tenders and stuff for the tailgates. So I think it's just that initial reach out. And then I kind of wish that we would have started it um, earlier in the year. So then we kind of, so then we could kind of um, do that for more games and stuff, but it was pretty easy. Okay. When we look back at the year, um, obviously I started and started by saying you guys did, you know, one of the best jobs that that we've had in years, kind of leading the student section, especially through the fall. What are some things that, you know, there were still a lot of things you guys talked about doing that we didn't get done. <laughs> and uh, I think there were a lot of really good ideas that were floated around that we, you guys did not get done. What are some things that you know, you really wish you would have done differently or you really wish you would have executed on that you think would have been impactful? For me, I learned quick that you can't please everyone at the school, unfortunately. Um, However, I wish that we attended more athletics such as, like, I wish we highlighted one or two games for every sport throughout the season. Like, I wish we attended the pink out game. We got everybody there. Uh, I know the kick for cancer is a spring, the girls' spring soccer. Um, but I would have loved to go to that as well. So just like highlighting certain games and attending those events with like a big student section, I think would like bring a lot of joy for those players who play on those teams who don't get recognized as much, I feel. Um, so yeah, just attending those athletics, um, really was my big thing. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. Um, I think attending more athletics would be really good. But then also I remember coming into the year with, um, so many ideas. And um, the student section group would kind of do, do everything together because we, we would all be so passionate about one idea. So I think that for years to come, it would be important to divvy up your responsibilities so then you would 
um, have people developing more different ideas and you can kind of see um, what's going to work best, maybe just put together a project plan or something for an idea that you have. Um, so I think that's a way to get more ideas kind of rolling, which would be fun. Zach, you got anything? What What do you wish you? Guys I'm just could, I'm just trying to done? remember because like there were a lot of things that we were excited to do. I'm just trying to remember like what that was. I'm blanking. Um, must, I would must say have been really exciting. <laughs> I'd say the main things like the things you're playing out at the beginning of the year. Like you're you're the one who's like responsible for it. It's not. Even though, like, the football game may be, like, three weeks away, like, it's not going to randomly happen if you don't reach it. Like, I right, say, so, like, the Clarkson Eye Care sign, like, I sent, like, one email to Clarkson Eye Care, and, like, they never responded. And, like, I just, I just, like, dropped the whole thing, and I could have easily, like, gone and gotten a white or a, a big board and, like, a, I could have printed out stuff. But, like, just because it's, like, three weeks or three weeks away, like, it's not just going to happen if you don't put any time into it. Yeah, definitely start on stuff as early as possible. That way it's nice and planned out for the football games. Um, but I'm sure next year's class and whatever classes will see like the list that we've made. I have it pulled up on my Google Docs right now. And some of the stuff that we kind of wanted to work on was like, so we talked about the Nation shirts, um, game day posters, raffle prizes at halftime, pregame meals, collabing with Smoothie King, Circle 7, Raising Kings, Chick-fil-A. So we definitely had a lot of ideas and we expanded on some of them. Um, but I think divvying up responsibilities, seeing what each person's interested in, that's kind of how you can expand that. One thing I like really always thought was cool that we didn't do and I would encourage the year after this to do is like when Mr. Bond, do you remember when like Joe Conley and them did like the ESPN anchor? Mm -hmm. Like the live, like, bro the live broadcast thing? Yeah, and that's, like, the stuff I'm talking about. Like, if you – like, you need to reach out for, like, a raffle. And, like, even – like, you have to be the one, like, go down to the athletic the athletic office and, like, talk to principals about that stuff and set it up because you're not going to set it up for us because it's not your job. And nobody else is going to do it. So, it's just, like – I would encourage people to do stuff like that because that looked really fun during the basketball season. And then you can have, you can have like, giveaways at halftime. and. Yeah, we we did a really big basketball promo for a lot of years. Mr. Nixon's class actually started that um, quite a few years ago. Their goal was to get more attendance out to uh, girls' basketball games. And so they did some big theme nights and some giveaways. And then it kind of snowballed and got into a, a bigger thing where we did like an in-the-stands kind of live broadcast. Uh, but now that we actually have the ability to do like real live broadcasts, we <laughs> could even we could even do more with it. You know, with yeah. being fully streamed, we could put reporters in the student section and be able to kick a camera to them. There's there's so much that we could do. But like you guys have talked about, it takes planning. It's not something you can just put, throw together at the last minute. Um, and you guys also mentioned, you know, just getting out of your comfort zone, I think, is really what you're talking about, Zach, and going and talking to businesses and yeah. adults and people. And that's one of the big things I want you guys to have the opportunity to learn throughout this class is, you know, being able to go have those conversations. And honestly, having those conversations with Kirkwood adults is, is a pretty safe way to start to learn because all the adults in Kirkwood want to support you guys. Yeah. And really appreciate, exactly. you know, getting fans out to the games and having a positive 
uh, atmosphere, you know, your, your all's attitude and Pep Nation's attitude towards sports will have a domino th effect throughout our whole building. And when you guys are positive and having fun, the whole building starts to kind of have that same vibe and that, that's good for our school. Um, and so those are things that I think you guys are speaking on that are really important to underclassmen to think about is, you know, it's okay to step outside that box and, and I'm not going to do it for you, but um, I'll, I'll support you and encourage you to do it and help you figure out how to do it if you need help. But don't be afraid to, to go do some of those extra things. All right, to wrap up today, let's kind of come up with one piece of advice that you each would give to uh, next year's class, the class of 21, as well as future class, because um, I know there's, a, there's rising juniors and rising sophomores that are super excited about the experiences they had with you all and are already looking forward to being in your shoes, just like you guys were when you were underclassmen. So what's some advice that you want to leave everybody with? Um, and then we'll kind of sign off. Garrett, you want to kick us off? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of what you just touched on. Um, it's don't be afraid to take risks. Like you have to, if you want this thing to be successful next year, you really have to go out there and get it. Um, I mean, it's even with leading a student section, like I know some people like were scared to start chance this year. Like everybody has that fear, like stepping on that ladder the first time is a little scary. <laughs> not going to lie. Um, but, but you really people like people don't cheer with you. Right. Yeah, exactly. Every, everybody <laughs> has that worst. fear. And I get that. It happens. We just got to keep, it's definitely okay you have to laugh about it and yeah so I mean it's yeah I look as I look at it like a, a student section's a car right and you're driving okay. that car but that car's not going to drive itself so. <laughs> that's really yeah, I, that was beautiful Garrett go out yeah. there and get it yeah <clears throat> um I definitely agree with Garrett I think if you're going to do something be confident about it um my main piece of advice, I feel like I kind of touched on earlier, but if you have an idea, take it and run with it. Um, be passionate about it and figure out a way to execute it. Um, no one's going to hold your hand and walk with you to figure out what you need to do. You just need to take something, do it, and have that responsibility. Um, lead yourself somewhere that's going to be successful. So figuring out those key things is important. And I think it's a lot of fun. Nothing too serious. <laughs> I yes, know I got mad at the guys sometimes whenever they wouldn't listen to me and stuff, but I had so much fun. Um, and it was really nice having them by my side to help with everything. And they did such a good job. So did Mr. Bunton on giving us the resources for everything. So have fun with it. Yeah, that was, that's my main point is just to keep it fun. Um, it's like, I mean, I, all of us are in love with like, Kirkwood student sections like I there's nothing like I like more than like standing in like the crowd during like a football game and even like if I'm not leading it like when we were like underclassmen I just love doing that so just be passionate about it if that's like if that's your thing then I mean I I was on the ladder but like Garrett was like the best at like like the crowd would just be electric when you'd go up there it was hilarious yeah like, if that's you then go for it yeah, I think that, you know, as I, Zach, you just talked about having fun and it being your passion. And that's what we want is we want to inspire 
that pioneer pride in every single Kirkwood High School student. And we want everybody to feel a part of it and to be a pioneer for life and to really just, you know, just have maximized their high school experience. And we hope that the student section can be a spot where um, every student feels like they belong and can help, you know, cheer on their classmates and uh, just have fun, you know, and yeah. if, if we can just have some fun, then everything else usually falls in, falls in line. So. Yeah. And well, go ahead. And, what you got uh, for future classes, your friends that think they're too cool for sporting for school sponsored events are missing out and they're wrong. <laughs> Don't listen to them. Yeah. You got to go to the events. Don't let anyone tell you that they're stupid. Um, if you don't have that Kirkwood pride, that's a bummer, a real bummer. <laughs> yeah, that, that is, that has always been the the hurdle right there is the too cool for school or we want to be all in. Right. And especially as a senior, you, you really need to take pride in that leadership role. And you, I mean, just show future classes, like what, it, what it's all about and just inspire yeah. them to be you guys, you know, you don't want to look back and be like, shoulda, coulda, woulda, but like, yeah. did you do anything? So might as well go all in. Best time of your life, right? Right. Yes. I'll always hope, remember well, it. I was kidding. And hope it doesn't get taken taken away from <laughs> you, right? <laughs> For real. Yeah. So you just never know what's what's in the future, but so enjoy what you got. And um, I really appreciate everybody's time today. Thanks for chatting with me. Great conversation with you guys. And um, to all the underclassmen, um, these all these guys did a great job documenting everything, and so we'll have documents for everybody to take a look at as we get rocking and rolling for next year. So, um, yeah, Lauren did a great job documenting. Yeah, I didn't right. document. No, you did not. <laughs> Lauren did a phenomenal job documenting and organizing all that stuff, and she is much Thank appreciated you. for that. Um, Reach out so. if you ever have any questions to the underclassmen. All right. Anyone Thanks again, guys. Yep. Thank, Thank you. you. Yep. Thank you, Mr. Run. That was Lauren, Zach, and Garrett talking with us from the student section of Woodpep Nation this year. Really appreciate everything they did. Thanks, listeners, for joining us. This is Bryce Button. You've been listening to the Business Office.